Greetings, listeners. Welcome to the 2011 Harvest edition of Story Folk Singer. By now, most of the cereals have been harvested in by our farmers here in the UK, and on the bushes and hedgerows around the country, fruits are starting to appear. We had a blackberry crumble recently, made from blackberries that we picked from the edge of the meadow just across from our house, and it was lovely. As well as being thankful for the food that's being harvested at the moment, I find this time of year a good time to reflect to see what the year has brought me in terms of my own personal investment. I think everybody can get behind the idea that you get out of life what you put into it. And if that's true as individuals, it's got to be true as communities and societies. So this month's podcast gathers together themes and issues I've harvested personally from that of my family and social life and from the world at large. I hope you enjoy it. Some like it hot, some like it cold Some like it quick before they get old Is it a problem? Is it just fine? Do we feel comfortable drawing the line? Feels like I'm flying out of my head No point in crying, guess I'll sleep when I'm dead Oh, what's your poison? When does a smile turn into a frown? What's your poison ticking it in? Starts out a pleasure and it turns into a sin. Takes you down in the end Making you enemies out of your friends Some give it up but some don't have the knack Can't find a break on a one-way track Is it a problem? Is it just fine? Do we feel comfortable drawing the line? Feels like I'm flying out of my head No point in crying, guess I'll sleep when I'm dead Oh, what's your poison? Life's just a game Mixing the wild side up with the tame What's your poison? What do we gain? What's there to heal if you don't have no pain? What's your poison taking it down? When does a smile turn into a frown? What's your poison taking it in? Starts out a pleasure and it turns into a sin. Oh, what's your poison? It's just a game. Mixing the wild side up with the tame. Oh, what's your poison? What do we gain? 
heart's there to heal if you don't have no Gareth got what he wanted. Not always, of course, but nine times out of ten, he was accustomed to getting his own way. Right now, he was making his own way to one of the many festivals he'd been to that summer. He'd seen bands, he'd seen comedians, but this festival was something different. They were holding a summer games, and one of the things Gareth was good at was throwing. Whether it was a stick or a rock or a spear, Gareth could hit pretty much what he wanted. His journey was nearly over, carrying his backpack full of biscuits and beers, when he saw an old man sat down on the path in front of him. Oh, I can't be asked with that old sod, he thought, so he slowed his pace right down and quietened his feet to a whisper. Carefully he crept past the old fella, but as soon as he got in front of him, what are you creeping about so quiet for? The old fella said. Ah, uh, no reason. Just didn't want to disturb you, that's all. Rubbish, said the old fella. You were trying to get past me without me seeing. And there's not much hope of that anyway. Because I'm blind, you see. Ah, well how did you know I was here then, said Gareth. <laughs> I heard you coming before you saw me sitting, said the old fella. Well, is there anything you need? Yeah, there's something I need, said the old fella. I need a bit of company for five minutes. Now, surely you can take the weight off your feet and spend a few moments with your elders, can't you? Yeah, I don't see why not, said Gareth, and he took off his backpack and sat down next to the old man. You going to this here festival, then? Yeah, thought I'd give it a look. Fancy winning one of them prizes they're having for one of the throwing competitions. Ah, yeah. I used to throw myself back in the day. Man's never hungry when he's got a rock and a few pigeons. How'd you manage to make a living now, being blind and all? Well, said the old man, I've found it's all a matter of keeping your eyes open. And that's more than just opening your eyes. Life's going on, all the time. And if you take your eye off it for just a moment, what was on your left ends up on your right. You can have the best intentions of any man. But if what you want ain't there no more, all the wishing in the world ain't going to bring it back to you. I make a living by keeping my mind on what's here in front of me. Simple as. Right, yeah, well, good luck with that, said Gareth. And he got up, wished the old man well, and made his way to the festival. When he got there, it was a riot of celebration. People were playing instruments, drinking, children were playing everywhere. As he walked along, he heard snatches of other people's conversations. Don't forget to tie your shoelaces. The biggest ass I've ever seen. If you want my advice, you'll take it back. No man can make a goat last that long. And other things he could make neither head nor tail of. But he came to a small clearing some distance from the festival and made his camp under a hollowed out hornbeam. 
It didn't take him long to find out the places and times of all the competitions he wanted to enter. But most of all, he wanted to enter the rock-throwing competition. He'd brought with him some smooth pebbles he'd found from a stream and was confident that he could hit anything he wanted with those. The time came for the competition, and it was a simple task. A can was placed on top of a small log, on top of an even larger log. You got five points for the can, two for the small log, and one for the large log. Each round, everybody threw three stones and then moved back ten paces, so there was a possible score of eight points every round. By the fifth round, there were only two competitors who had scored 40 points, Gareth and a very attractive young lady called Donna. While the judges were setting up three individual cans for the final round, Donna spoke to Gareth. Hi there. You're pretty good. Yeah, well, thanks. Yeah, I practice a fair bit. Wow. You've got very strong arms. Well, you know, I work out a bit as well. Are you here on your own? Yeah, yeah, just me, just me, yeah, yeah. And me rocks. <laughs> right. It's really hot today, isn't it? Said Donna. And crossing her arms in front of herself, she grabbed the bottom of her top and dragged it all the way up and over her head, then shook out and ran her hands through her long auburn hair, which fell about her shoulders. Yeah, yeah, it's hot said Gareth, feeling suddenly rather flushed. I'm going to get a drink, she said. Good luck with your throws. And she made her way off to the refreshment tent. As she went, Gareth couldn't help noticing that her entire body seemed to tip from one side to the other with every stride she took, and that it was possibly the most hypnotic thing he had ever seen in his life. Oi! I said, are you ready to throw, young man? Yes, 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 said Gareth, coming round. And he picked up his three stones and prepared to aim. He felt the weight of the stone. He looked at the centre of his target. He felt the stone hitting the target, and before he stopped feeling it hit, he loosed it, and it struck the can dead centre. He prepared to throw his second stone, felt the weight of it in his hand, heard the sound of a clattering can, and while he heard the sound in his mind, he loosed his second stone and heard that clatter in reality. And he prepared to throw his third stone. He felt the weight of it in his hand. He heard a giggle from the refreshment stand. He saw Donna pouring a glass of water over her head and smoothing it into her chest and dropped the stone where he stood. Ah, oh, said the crowd. What, what? But I didn't throw it. Sorry, lad, the stone left your hand. But I didn't throw my stone. That's your three throws, I'm afraid, lad. But, but I wasn't ready. I wasn't looking. Two out of three is not bad. Now make room for the other competitor. And Donna ran to the mark a lot less sinuously than she had left it. Oh, bad luck, she said, and patted him on the arm, and proceeded to knock down all of her cans, one by one. Bad luck next time, she said, and patted him on the cheek, 
in a very condescending manner. "'You did that on purpose,' said Gareth through his teeth. "'I've no idea what you're talking about,' said Donna, and she walked off to receive her prize. Gareth was furious with himself and with life. He went back to his tent and drank all his beers, but he couldn't rest and he decided to go home. He was that drunk he couldn't even manage to take his tent down, and he set off back on the path that brought him there. Stupid competition. I should have won there. There's me. I love better than you. And many other things he almost said on his way home. He picked up a rock from the floor, saw a bush somewhere in the middle distance, and picturing it as Donna's smiling face, he threw it at it as hard as he could, and something was startled, and it came out of the bush and ran straight for him. Gareth didn't know which way to turn, and so he didn't. He just ran both ways at once and fell over himself and knocked himself unconscious. When he awoke... He found he couldn't stand or put any weight on his left leg at all. And so he cried out, Help! Is anyone there? Help! I can't move! But no one came. They were all too busy having fun at the festival. And so Gareth lay there all day long, until the words of the old man returned to him. I make a living from keeping my mind on what's in front of me. Simple as. In 2011, people took to the streets of the UK and turned on their own communities. Frustrated by a culture of inequality and inescapability. It's time for the men at the top to make some changes. so well you play so well that you make it seem that other games would be nowhere as much fun leave your dreams under the soil dead slavery best game of all best game of all for what she brings it means 
means that I must work and keep my head down while believing I am free. You boardroom boys, the time has come. The time has come to end your games for far too long. This world has been your playground, pack away your childish toys. Beside you, side by side and hand in hand, we'll walk from here on out, trusting and believing where before we used to doubt. I'll watch your back, you watch mine, together we're both strong. Home is right beside you, and that's where I belong. They say you hurt the ones you love. I hope that that's not true. Because you're the one I love the most. Love me. Love me do.
Singer podcast was brought to you this month by me and by the internet. What a wonderful thing that is. I'll be back next month with all kinds of stuff and I hope you'll be back to listen to it. Until then, keep it live, keep it fresh, keep it real. Most importantly, keep your eyes open, like the old man said.